it is I, your host, Dharma, also known as The Entertainer, and welcome my guys, gals, and non-binary pals, also known as The Magic Pants Collective. Yes, that's what I'm calling it, because we are fun here, because rainbows are amazing. Now, bring your rainbow butts over here, because we are talking about write what you want to read, draw what you want to see. Here we talk about professional writing and professional digital art, all the tips, tricks, what not to do's, and everything in between about these two creative subjects. And we also talk about a few other things here as well, including, you know, business and how I'm doing personally, and my thoughts just on all sorts of different things and cool stuff. So welcome, and I hope you join the Magic Pants Collective today. Rainbows out! Hello, it is I, Dharma, also known as the Entertainer, also known as Yoda Pride Queen, and welcome back again today, folks. And today, I figured we'd talk about um, something that I never really thought about talking about before. Now, this podcast channel has been going on for roughly 380 episodes now, and we're getting very close to 400, which is why I find this topic so perplexing to me, because I haven't talked about it yet, and that is getting started as an artist. Now, I'm specifically going to be talking about getting started as a digital artist, because um, I've... I've never really worked in the traditional space, at least not very much, um, definitely not enough to tell you all of the things you need and the things that you might want to know. But what I can do is um, I can get you started with digital art. So the first thing that you're going to need is you're going to need some sort of device. Now, this the, the device you use in, uh, depends also upon what type of digital art software you're going to use. Whether it's Paint OS or Photoshop or something of that nature, the device you're going to be using for your digital art um, is going to have to meet the requirements for those things. For example, um, most people use Photoshop on their computers. I'm not even sure if there's a version of Photoshop that works on mobile devices. So you're probably going to need a computer with that. And um, it's always important to look up the specs online of what type of computer is needed, whether it's a Generation 8 Windows or later or whatever it is um, that you're going to need. Um, I personally use an iPad, um, I forget exactly, it's like an iPad 11, 12 or something, um, it's very much, uh, um, it's very much, um, new in order to run, uh, Procreate, which is my digital art app of choice. Um, so yeah, the next thing you're going to need is all the accessories. Now this is where the differences heavily come into effect. If you're using computer, there are two directions that you can go in. You can use your mouse, in which case you're probably going to want um, one of the really good mouses out there that um, is very much sensitive to touch, or even less sensitive to touch if you're somebody who's got like shaky hands or something. Or you can go the other route with something like a Wacom tablet. Now, I've only ever seen these demonstrated, but how I understand it to be is that um, the tablet connects to your computer, which is the actual thing that's running the program, 
and you draw on the tablet instead of on the computer. This is for all the people out there who um, like drawing with um, pencil or pen as they're often referred to even though it's all digital, um, but still need to use Photoshop or PaintOS or something of that nature. Or Krita, or I, I think it's called Krita, I might be wrong here. Um, but yeah, this is, um, I just, I, I can't remember, there's a lot of different tablet companies, I just list Wacom because it's the one I hear about the most. Um, they also have different tablets for your needs as well, and things like that. So yet again, you're going to want to look at the specs. And typically they come with pens. Um, most of the time you see wireless ones, although there are wired ones for certain tablets, or you can get third-party wireless, uh, wired, or the wireless. Um, these are often referred to as pens or styluses. Uh, I think that's the plural of stylus, I don't know. Um, but yeah. Or you can go the other route with it if you're on iPad, the extra things you're going to need um, um, are maybe a stylus. Um, I go with the Apple Pencil because A, it's meant for iPads, and B, it actually works very well. And uh, Procreate was made specifically with it in mind. Like, I believe Procreate and Apple have actually paired together. They're not the same thing, but um, Apple commercials sometimes also show a lot of Procreate stuff, so I'm assuming they're at least partners in some respect. Um, so yeah, but Procreate does also allow you the option of using a third-party stylus. Um, most other apps will also be able to use the Apple Pencil like Adobe or uh, Adobe Illustrator or Painting or whatever it's called now and things like that. Um, as well as third-party styluses as well. Um, um, some are better with third-party than others, um, but yeah. So now that you have all this technology down that you're going to need, the next thing you're going to need is you're going to need knowledge. Um, now, the specific knowledge you're going to need is first, um, the first thing you're going to need is the knowledge of what type of thing you're going to draw. You can draw all sorts of things. You can experiment with mountaintops, cityscapes, animals, people, whatever, but usually an artist has a main thing that they draw. Whether it be um, comic book scenes, or comic books, or character illustration, in my case. Usually, while an artist does play around, um, they always have like a default, or like a safe option they can go with, that they know they're very good at. Now, as a beginning artist, you may or may not have this already, whether you're tr switching from traditional art to digital art, or if you're a complete newbie. Um, in that case, I recommend going with what you're most interested in. Um, for me, it was drawing anime characters, um, and I, I believe the reason why I got into the course about anime characters was because I wasn't necessarily specific looking, specifically looking to draw in an anime style by enemies, any means, but I was specifically looking to draw people and slowly develop my own style around the basics of the anime style. Um, so if it's not exactly what you're looking for, still look to it anyway because A, there's only going to be so much available to you depending on what platform you're going to to learn. Um, I know Skillshare is like the new popular thing, but I've never had a chance to check it out. I've only ever been on Udemy, and Udemy's pretty slim when it comes to 
learning character drawing and character illustration, at least in its fullest. Um, so, yeah, you're just gonna wanna, you're just wanna gonna, gonna wanna, um, look around, um, if you're, if the platform that you have, um, is, you know, if it's one that you tr you've trusted for a while, or you simply, you just simply find it easier than looking up something on the web, then that's fine. Um, but yeah, just, you just gotta find what you're mainly going to be, um, doing. And then the next thing you're gonna want to find is, um, something that teaches you about the program itself. Now, um, this is, um, this is one of those things that's highly important. You're gonna want something that really teaches you in depth what everything does. Um, as fun as it can be to, um, experiment and learn on your own, especially when it comes to Procreate. There are certain things that don't have immediate apparent changes when it comes to your drawing and the way you draw and things like that. So it's always good to have a second pair of eyes spotting you for the things you can't immediately see. Like, um, for example, the differences between um, exporting, a, uh, exporting a 3D object as one file versus a different file. You know, one's going to give you, um, you know, gonna give you something glitchy in dot-da-da program, whereas the other one's gonna come out even better than it was in the original or whatever. Um, so, yeah, it's just always good to learn these types of things. And then the next thing, um, a lot of pe I've seen a lot of artists turn to social media to share their art and experience and experiences and things like that, and oftentimes it's been used to uh, create content or advertise their own freelancing or, you know, things like that, and that's perfectly cool, I absolutely love that. Um, I love I love watching other artists do their work, especially those who do more traditional art mediums, such as markers, inking, uh, with different types of pens. Um, Especially um, gouache painting, I found to be really relaxing and enjoying to see. Not that I don't like watching my fellow digital artists. I just I'm so familiar with the medium and what I've used that just traditional art being so cool and foreign to me has just become something I've really found to be cool. So yeah, um, you can look online to other creators for inspiration, things like that. Um, one of the things that I do when I did when I first started is I would trace a lot of the artwork of other artists. Um, I know tracing by the larger community is considered a bad thing, but I personally think that as long as you credit them, and if for some reason you can't credit them for whatever reason, um, then I think it's best in that case to just come out there and say, hey, I traced it from an old photo I took years ago, um, I couldn't find the original artist, um, but I just thought this was really cool and wanted to share it, you know, something of that nature, and as long as you don't sell it, um, as long as you don't sell, um, uh, copyrighted or traced work, I think you're gonna be fine. Now, obviously, I'm not a lawyer, so please do consult one with, with, um, to find out more information, but as far as I can see, I don't think anything bad is going to happen if you decide to learn how to draw a cat by tracing other people's drawings of cats, which is what I did. So, 
yeah. Um, I have some links down below if you would like to hear more from me. Um, the first one is to my YouTube channel if you'd like to see fun video content. The second one is to my Redbubble account where I sell a lot of different um, LGBTQ plus pins. And then the last one is to my course where um, I can give you my um, insight into using Procreate and my own um, digital art schematic. So, yeah, if you're interested in any of that, go and check out the podcast um, episode description down below. And, um, yeah, I will be seeing you all in the next one.